welcome everybody good afternoon good morning good day good evening wherever you may be listening to this podcast you have once again joined us for another episode of the chip cat podcast uh this week we're going to be having a little bit of a dreamy episode uh thinking about you know wonderful things that we all want to do when this madness subsides we just go on holiday so we're going to be talking about the holiday experience but it won't just be me talking as much as uh, I know you guys would love to hear that, I am joined by my effervescent hosts or co-hosts. Uh, say hello, Tim. On your left. <laughs> On my left, indeed. Uh, you should know that movie reference, everybody who's listening. Uh, if you didn't know, it's from Captain America, The Winter Soldier. Moving on. <laughs> we also have our always controversial, but we love him, Malik. Goodbye. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> See what I mean? This, this guy. <laughs> and we're also... <laughs> this guy, honestly. And we're also joined by a wonderful guest, a wonderful friend, from a little bit further away from where we all are at the moment. Uh, oh, Esther. Hi. Wonderful stuff. So we'll jump straight in to... Since it's raining, I'm going to call it our sunshine breakup question that doesn't really make sense but <laughs> i don't care because i'm the host i can say what i want <laughs> anyway <laughs> right so would you rather is going to be the uh, the icebreaker question so i'll start with esther Whoa. would you rather swim across a river full of crocodiles or spend an entire night Without a tent in a forest full of bears. Oh, do I get any details? Like, do these well, crocodiles like humans? <laughs> I mean, they'll eat anything. So, oh no. I mean, it's well established. <laughs> crocodiles just, if there's meat, they'll eat. So, that's the time um, they live by meat. Am I, am I alone? You are on your own. In both oh, situations, no. it's just you. I guess the river, just because it's a short amount of time and I'm quite fast when I want to be swimming. So, yeah, it'll be shorter. Cool and beans, cool and beans. Okay, <laughs> I like that answer. <laughs> uh, Tim, I heard you feel like your. I could hear your vocal cords beginning to warm up there. Would you rather swim <laughs> across the river of crocodiles or spend the night in the forest riddled with bears? Having done research into both animals, don't ask me why. Um, definitely the bears, because okay, the bears. This might be the slight chance that you don't meet a bear, or you know, if, you, if a bear comes, you just start praying and hope Jehovah gives you that Holy Spirit like He gave David. But when it comes to crocodiles, yeah, there's they're no joke. They're like one of the worst predators for you to come across. Basically, when you see one of them, it's over. So, yeah, I'll go for the bears because I'm not trying to end up like men to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tim's going down the non-sashimi route. Very interesting. Okay. Uh, finally, <laughs> Malik, would you rather swim across the river of crocodiles or stay in the forest with bears? Um, well, knowing myself, I'll probably have better chances going against the bears. Because 
think quite quite an important reason for not facing crocodiles is I can't swim. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's either it's like crocodiles is like hundred percent death. So there's no chance of survival. Whereas bears, it's like you know what? Even if it's like a ten percent chance, I'll, I'll, I'll take those odds. So bears, bears for me. That is, I never thought that this question would come up with that, um, that answer. And something I realised, actually, is something I don't do, is I never answer these icebreaker questions myself, so I'm going to answer it when I ask them anyway. So I'm going to answer it to you. Um, I would actually choose the river. As Esther rightfully pointed out, it's a shorter period of time. And if you catch the crocodiles in the right time, so like they've just eaten, they won't want to eat again. Oh, my son's kind of cool. I just that real quick. So let, let me just quickly just jump across the river. Plus, I never said how wide the river was. It could just be you step over it. Like it could be a bit where there's like a really narrow bit. <laughs> you just walk over it. You don't have to actually swim. So but then probably... technically, sorry, sorry to interrupt, <laughs> but technically, if we're gonna go by that logic, you could say, well, okay, you don't have a tent in the in the forest, but you're in an underground bunker. <laughs> no, so, no, yeah. no, 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 no. If we're gonna go through sorts of crazy logic, and also as well, just for just for you both after this, I just want you. I'll probably send you a link. Watch watch wild bison and all zebras and other animals try to cross a river with crocodiles in it. No, no, no. See, see the like, thing. Thank <laughs> me later. That, that's no, all no, I'm no. saying. No, because recently, I, I've also done my research. Don't ask me why as well. I recently did uh, research on crocodiles as well, and I know they have one of the strongest bites in the entire animal kingdom. And their teeth are like razors. But when they do eat, them and alligators, they do tend to be quite full. They won't just keep eating for the sake of eating. They have a mm. big meal and they're like, okay, I'll chill out for a quick minute. Let me just go and sit down and, you know, just chill. But if you can catch them at that moment, you're probably, you're a little bit more likely to survive maybe. But with bears, it's like a mother bear. She's just had her cubs. It doesn't um, matter if she's hungry or anything. She'll just kill you. Like she'll just beat yeah. you up because she thinks that you're a threat. Some of them, they just beat you up for the, almost like for the fun of it. Like, oh, let me just like slice this man up real quick, punch him in his mouth. And you're like, oh my days, like, can you just leave me alone? Plus, if you're in the the woods at night, you won't be able to see them. Everything's black. They're probably black or brown. Walking through a forest, it's like, mm, maybe not. But anyway, I would love for us to do an episode about wildlife. We can maybe maybe do that because it's such a fascinating subject. But we'll move on to the actual subject <laughs> that we we're here for, which is, you know, planes, trains, and automobiles all take us to things that we love, which are holidays. So. My first question to you all is, uh, first of all, for Malik. So, what has been your favourite holiday experience, just ever? Um, I think I'm going to have to give it to... Like, if, if you know me, I've spoken about this trip so many times. It was my first trip to Barcelona. Um, like, uh, I won't get into too much detail, but it was, just, it was so amazing. Because literally, I was at work. I like, just got my passport, like... Uh, but a couple of weeks before, and I was at work saying it was like just getting stressed. And I was like, I need a holiday. And I went, you know what? Why don't I book a holiday? So I literally booked a holiday to Barcelona for the following week, and literally went by myself like the weekend. Flew out on the Friday, came back on the Monday. I'm just like, I, I hardly told anyone. So like, even though I missed the meeting, 
I came back on like the Tuesday. Was like, oh, I didn't see you on Sunday. Where was you? Was you was you sick? I was like, nah, I was in I was in Spain. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, that was oh, that was one of my favorite holidays. It was just so nice just to be somewhere completely different, somewhere completely new. Um, no one really knows you, so you can just do what you want. You just like go on like someone else's schedule. It was just me, myself, and I, and Malik, and Mr. Hewitt, and Mr. Hewitt Ward. All the all the fun people just vibing in, in Barcelona so yeah that was that was one of my favourite holiday experiences nice nice excellent stuff uh, I, I know I, I've been to Madrid and I, I loved it but I have to ask you if you don't mind me asking what was the food like in, in Barcelona any good? oh my oh, the food was amazing like the food is just oh, chef's kiss and it's just like even even the food that we have that they have over there it's just like 10 times better like I went to the beach. I was like, "Oh, McDonald's!" I was like, "You know what? Let me get let me get a little thing from McDonald's." They had chicken wings and McDonald's. They had bacon with the chips. They had burger with bacon. They had apple juice. They had beer. I was like, "Oh my god, this McDonald's is amazing!" And then just even like there was like a little cafe next to my hotel, and like, I came down in the morning, had like a nice tapas for breakfast, had like paella for lunch. They were handing out like hot chocolate and churros for free in the evening. I was like, oh, this is the life. I'm having a great time. But yeah, the food was amazing. It was like, no matter what shop I went to, if it was like looked nice or it looked rubbish, no matter what I got, if it was like a sweet, a snack, a drink, it was just like 10 out of 10. Excellent. Excellent stuff. I'm glad. And I know that you have uh, a very high standard for, for, for food. So if you're saying it's good, then it's good. I, I trust your, your your opinion and your review. Might have to add Barcelona to my list of locations I'd like to visit. Thank you for that, Malik. So we move to Esther. What has your favourite holiday experience been and, of course, why? So, picture the scene. <laughs> <laughs> There's 30, like, more than 30 people um, all at the beach the sun is setting it's like the most beautiful sunset you've ever seen <laughs> and there's like more than 30 people just like singing original songs um so this was in, in Malta. Malta we went to Malta in 2019 um and yeah it was what one of like the most amazing experiences just like yeah just imagine like so many people with the sunset all singing songs together um and this is where an infamous inside joke took place <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a like you had to be there joke so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say it i'm afraid um but yeah that was my favorite experience wow i like it, it, it it's almost like it feels like what you described is almost like a picture that we sometimes see in the publications of like what paradise is like yeah literally it felt like we were in paradise I mean, is it, can it can it get better than that? I, 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 well, I oh. it did. It oh. did get better because I honestly have no idea where they came from, but um, they just started handing around these like, pa- was it pancakes with Nutella on them? Oh my days! Mm. <laughs> and I, I honestly, they, I'm pretty sure they were still warm. Oh my! Wow. Okay. So I honestly. I have no idea where they came from. I just, at, in the moment, I was just like, yeah, pancakes, woo. But yeah. What's up, what's up with Miracle Jehovah doing? That sounds amazing. <laughs> like, 
this is like <laughs> the banner that came down from heaven. Uh, just miraculous food stuffs that are beautiful. Literally. Wow. And no one questioned it. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Wow. Thank you so much for that. And that's a really nice experience, actually. That And what I really like about that, too, which is a complete juxtaposition to Malik's one, is that so far already we're seeing that you can enjoy a wonderful experience on your own but you can also share it with others as well but it doesn't diminish the experience whether you you do it on yourself or you're with a group of people which is really nice and i can only imagine mediterranean sunsets are always just chef's kiss so yeah imagine you know you don't have to imagine it after you experienced it so that's really really nice Thank you so much for sharing that. That's that, that's that's warm the cockles on me out. That's warm the cockles on me out. <laughs> right. We move on to Tim. Tim, me old boy. What has your favourite holiday experience been so far, and why? So, um, I would have to say probably Malta as well. Um, great surprise. I me and Esther were on the same trip in Malta. It wasn't like a completely different one. Um, it was it was really 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 good um i think one uh, let me go through the little points i have here the regional was really really good um at first i thought oh no because we went um and it was like a really small venue it was like an indoor thing and i was thinking oh my goodness i'm i'm not gonna be able to concentrate i'm not gonna enjoy this it was really good um i was really engaged throughout all of it it was really nice um, the beach was really nice at the end where um, Esther decided to attack me on the beach um, when she had the in- entire beach to go, but she decided to she decided to choose violence and attack me. Um, that was interesting. It was really nice on the beach, um, like the sunset and stuff like that. It's sort of surreal. You're like, wow, I'm really here. Um, also as well, um, there was one moment where I was with another friend on the boat and, um, well, you lot have met him before, Brandon. Um, it was really nice. We were just on the boat and it was like, it was, we, there had been a journey to get there, not like physically, but just like emotionally. And it was just nice that um, we were able to talk and talk about how, you know, Jehovah's, um, helped us to be able to have good friends and it was just like a moment where we were like wow look at um look at us um not the meme but like where it's like oh who would have thought um <laughs> sort, sort of like that actually but we're just on the on top of the boat it was floating in the mediterranean sea and the sun was just like is giving a nice massage to our, our skin and it was it was really good um we had fun conversations there was so much laughing going on in that trip um, it, so there's so many inside jokes. It really, you really had to be there. Like the great bottle grab in the evening. Um, <laughs> you know that this. Oh my goodness! And then deep conversations, and then they were fun conversations as well. Um, it was a fun experience where I'm not going to name who, but someone decided to throw their money in the bin, and we took like <laughs> half an hour to. To, to get the money out of the bin and it looked really dodgy and it was just like super funny because it was just like oh my goodness um and i think one of my well there was two moments um along with everything i think it's all goes into one but two more moments one was when we 
had to climb over like this sort of rock mass and we finally got there and well others continued further I just sat down and I was able to just see the water below um, and I was able to relax and I saw some geckos doing their thing as well and it was sunny and it was just really lovely and also as well finally um, there was a really um, nice bit on the beach I remember coming from the regional and I was just walking I was like let me just have lunch on my own today so I walked um, I had my lunch I think it was either prepared it or I bought it or I bought it and prepared it anyways I had lunch um, and I sat on this bench and the sun was just on me and I was just like after you had the spiritual food and you just eating physical food and then the breeze from the ocean I was like yeah I've, I've, I don't know how, but I've gone to some supreme level of life that this is amazing. And I actually have it as my screensaver and uh, my, my wallpaper on my WhatsApp still. Because, um, yeah, that moment was really good. But the whole trip was amazing. And the people that were there, they were quite decent as well. Um, yeah, they, they made the trip really good. So that Malta was my sort of favourite holiday experience. Excellent. I think that's really nice. Um you almost have like an amalgamation really of what Esther and uh, Maliko really described. You have great experiences with others, but you also had a moment or moments with your, with yourself, me, myself, and I, as Malik said, um, which is nice. Um, and I would, so I would describe what you experienced at that moment when you said you were sitting there and you had the lunch and the sun and the spiritual feel as well as the physical feel. That's just the, the fullest, version of being content like this is just mm. a perfect moment like everything is exactly as as it should be which is great i think that's really nice and that you were able to go to somewhere that's been able to have so such an effect on you because you wasn't just there oh i'm just on a holiday you know chilling in malls like oh, i've also come for like spiritual things as well but i've been able to have so much more as on top of that when jehovah opens up you know you, when he pulls out the blessings it's not just a little bit it just keeps going and keeps going and keeps going which is a perfect example of that now for myself hmm, i don't want to <clears throat> oh boy i'm gonna have to go and do something you guys didn't do and split it down the middle uh because it's now i think about it, it's a bit too hard to pick just one uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so i have to pick There's two always one <laughs> no i'm gonna be brief i'm not gonna like go, go too deep uh we'll see anyway the first one is when I've been to Jamaica a few times, but there was one uh, time when I went with, uh, it was me and one of my sisters. Uh, when in, we went in 2016 and it was just, it was just amazing. Like Jamaica is already a, like a really nice paradise like place. Um, but the, the, the experiences that we had this time were really, really nice. Cause we got to go horse riding um like run around like this mountain bit and then like they took the horses into like the sea and we like walked around in the sea with the horse and that was really cool and it was free that was the best part like we were in our hotel and like this american couple came up to us and was like oh are you busy and we were like no <laughs> they were like oh we're going on this um excursion this horse riding excursion do you want to come and we were like okay but we'd meet we'd met them earlier in our holiday we were all staying at the same hotel so it wasn't like just this random couple and we decided to go with them 
I mean, they were a random couple, but we'd known them like a few days already, so it wasn't completely random. Um, and obviously, the food was just <laughs> hey, hey, I'm not gonna go too deep on that. The food was just sublime it was it was sublime uh yeah and this the sunshine and the brothers and sisters that we met as well in the in the congregation that we met um that was near by they were just so nice like they were just so friendly like when they saw we were like melting in the kingdom hall they're like at the end of the meeting they brought us like juice and like ice cold juice and stuff and was like oh you know make sure you don't get too hot and it was just it, they were just really nice um the whole experience was really great then my second one is when me <clears throat> me and my sister and a brother a good friend of mine he lives <laughs> way over way over way over the other side of the world now uh, we went to japan i um, mean in, in 2019 and that was the first time i'd gone on holiday without no sorry no that was the first time i'd completely organized a holiday of my own and had people come with me because initially i was gonna <clears throat> i was going to go on my own and then my dad was like, mm, you should go with someone. And I was like, no, I'll be fine. And he's like, you should go with someone. <laughs> and then I, asked, I asked, I asked, uh, asked my friend, uh, well, he's everyone's friend, to be honest, Yannick. And it was great because it's nice to have people who are always kind of there for you. Because I said, oh, do you want to come? And he's like, yeah, let's go. I was like, okay, that's great. <laughs> and my, one of my sisters agreed to come as well. And it was a really nice experience. Like the food was amazing. Being someone who's very much interested in that side of the world, um, it was really nice to experience it firsthand. And go, oh, it is like this in real life. Oh, it is like that in real life. Um, well, this is what it's really like. Um, yeah, it was really cool. We went to some really nice places. Like we went to um, Osaka Shiro or Osaka Castle, which was really cool. Um, when we went to Tokyo, that was great as well. Like we, we went to like a lot of arcades late at night and the nightlife there is kind of crazy, but obviously if you know what you're doing you you won't go obviously too mad but anyway it was fun because they had restaurants that opened at like 10 o'clock at night and then you could just go in there and eat food all night but anyway it was really really nice just to have oh and, and not one last point about that so the brothers and sisters there were really amazing as well um we went to an english-speaking congregation and like the day after they invited us to a barbecue the day after we went to the meeting and that was really good and then we went to a Japanese speaking congregation and like by the time the meeting had ended, like when we were about to leave to go on the ministry with them, like a lot of these this brothers and sisters were giving us gifts. And I was like, but you didn't know we were coming. You didn't you don't know us. <laughs> when did you have time to prepare these gifts to give us? It was it was just really nice and they were really helpful as well because obviously Japanese isn't any of our native languages, but they were really helpful in helping us be able to follow the meeting and yeah, it was just amazing. So that was probably one of my more my other favorite holiday experience oh so we talked about the positives we've talked about the great stuff every coin has two sides so now we have to talk about the not so great stuff and i was going to throw malik in the hot seat again because of reasons um i'm the host of what i want <laughs> <laughs> So, so really, I know Barcelona was your favourite holiday experience, but what has been your worst holiday experience? Uh, this this question was actually kind of hard because I haven't had that many holidays to begin with, and they've all been pretty good. So I've tried like pick out like one thing that kind of happened on a holiday that was absolutely horrendous, um, and it was 
Uh, they're probably going to listen to it, but oh well, who cares? Anyway, <laughs> I was going to um, I went to Southampton, um, which was which was pretty cool. It was like a first, I think it was like one of my first times going to like a like a different city far far away from London, kind of like by myself without like friends or family kind of thing. Um, so that was really cool. However, when I was staying over um, at my at my friend's house. And I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Time to go sleep, you know, as you do. And I was like, okay, cool. Let me go sleep. And I was like, oh, let me get a drink first. So I went to go get a drink. I come back. I'm thinking, is there a fan on? What's this engine sound? I'm like, oh, my days, they're snoring. (laughs) (laughs) And it was one of those things where it got so bad. I was like, okay, cool. I have to wake them up now. So let me wake them up quickly. It's like, you're kind of snoring? Because they don't normally snore. That's the thing. So then, um woke them up and they was like oh yeah yeah cool cool they went back to sleep I went out to get some food came back it was louder than normal I thought oh my god so then I was just like it was like <laughs> the bed that I was I was sleeping on the floor as well which was, wasn't the greatest but you know oh well because so it's literally just sleeping on the floor and it's like an engine by my head and I didn't really get that much sleep but um and then the thing is is that when they wake up it's like oh how'd you sleep I'm like oh, slept fine and it's just like <laughs> and the thing is is that whenever I'm away from home I always wake up really early anyway it's like I think I got out of bed at like 5.36 went for a walk down to the beach came back made breakfast and it's like they're like oh how'd you sleep I'm like fine and my eyes are like spread <laughs> this is great, <laughs> this is great. Um, so you know if you're listening to this uh, <clears throat> we're still friends your story is not too bad um, I'll see you some point in the future hopefully <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> oh boy um I, i'm not gonna comment on on sleeping stuff um because i i could be one of those people who is the snorer so i'm not gonna be like oh people who snore are the worst because i don't know if i snore or not because that's like if i do and people are like you but you're one of them i'll be like oh sorry they will not pass no one's sleeping breathing technique in it uh, <laughs> i'll leave them to it um <laughs> thank you for that though uh it wasn't southampton itself it was unfortunately the breathing of the company that ruined it for malik interesting story so we'll swap it around this time and tim's gonna go first Oh, uh, you know, ladies first, but also good things come to those who wait. So we're going to <laughs> await Esther's answer after Tim's. So we know Malta gave you the perfect moment of transcendent contentment. Yeah, we're getting real fancy with these words. Yeah. Uh, that was Malta. What was your first or worst holiday experience? Hmm. 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 <laughs> Um, so, um, let me think about it. Well, I say it like as if I don't know already. Um, we went <laughs> to Blackpool, um, this was like 2015. My goodness, okay, no offense because I know there are people that really do love Blackpool. Yeah, I'm not one of them. Um, <laughs> the, the weather was terrible. Um, the area there wasn't much to do, it was just like blah. Um, when we got to the theme park thing, I'm not really a fan of theme parks, but we got to it and it was wooden and it was, it, 
it looked like it. If you've ever seen the Simpsons and they had like the roller coaster thing and it was like health and safety hazard, that's what it looked like. And then they were basically, they might as well said this. Dad went up to see how much money it costs, and they're like, "Yeah, we're just going to need all your money." Um, so we're like, "Yeah, let's not let's not do that." Um, yeah, I don't know. It was oh, it's Blackpool looks like they it looks like a 20 years old version of Brighton um, so it wasn't it wasn't that wasn't really most appealing the people who hosted were the B&B like hosts were nice but the room we stayed in was like some sort of sort of dungeon literally no windows it was yeah it was rather intense um some honorable mentions there was um Oh my goodness. Well, for different reasons. Wales was terrible for um, weather, like the rain. Um, it was just raining all the time. It was like Jurassic, well, oh, Jurassic Park rain. But if I want to really talk about Jurassic Park rain, the first time I went to Bournemouth, oh my goodness. All it did <laughs> was basically rain the entire day. Tracks were ruined. My jacket has honestly never recovered since then. Um, if any of you know me, you would know I have a big sort of black puffy jacket. Um, it lost like half of its like size once it went to Bournemouth. So it got so wet that it soaked all the feathers in between the jacket. And then when it when it dried out, it didn't get as fluffy as it was before. Um, so yeah, that happened. Um, also as well, there was some awkward... <laughs> There was some awkward um, circumstances, especially for an introvert. Like, well, someone who's who used to be like, oh, I don't really want to, um, you know, sweating when you have to go to the till and actually just speak with the person. Like, yeah, it was, there were some awkward um, situations there. But um, the reason why I wouldn't count Bournemouth is because I met some of my best friends and really good experiences from there. So that wasn't, but I know that's not really answering your question because that's when I started going on all these other tangents. But um, yeah, Blackpool, this, this shows you how bad Blackpool was. The, the weather, was, it wasn't raining or anything, any near as much as Bournemouth and, all of, and Wales, but I'd easily say Blackpool was worse. <laughs> I have spoken. I think that, I think that answers the question. Fairly enough I think you've had A few experiences That you just didn't like And you felt like You had to get them Off your chest mate Nothing wrong with that at all uh, <laughs> I, I, I've i heard a lot About Blackpool as well People say Oh you know It's really nice and stuff But yeah, I, I just never felt like Going there uh, Bournemouth I've been to I liked uh, Like you said It was the people for me That made Bournemouth Worth going to If I'm completely honest um, There was like Some other stuff That was nice there too But like The, the people were Were the highlight um, Yeah that's really And Wales I've been to Wales as well I went to Cardiff And Cardiff was really nice And the people once again Are what, are what I enjoyed the most About Cardiff Really nice Excellent stuff My boy And before you continue Sorry Just to Straighten the record I do like Bournemouth now It was just the first time <laughs> it, was the, it was the weather I think Was the main issue It was like Literally Jurassic Park Like uh, <laughs> Tracks fair. were ruined 
jackets were ruined. If I had much hair, that would have been ruined as well. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. You were thoroughly soaked to the bone, my boy. No, that's mm. fair. Um, that's fair. You, you know, that, it's just the way it is, isn't it? That's just the way it is. <laughs> and for the record, once again, I'm stating on Tim's behalf, he actually likes Bournemouth. Just in case you didn't catch that. <laughs> Good stuff. One is a fan of Bournemouth. All right, excellent. So we'll move on to someone who knows a bit about that that area. Es- Only a little. <laughs> 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 so, so, so Esther, what has been your worst holiday experience? I'm just glad I wasn't a part of um, Malik and Tim's worst holiday experiences. <laughs> I can breathe now. I mean, I was at Bournemouth, but um, I wasn't in control of the weather, so that's fine. <laughs> she was one of the the highlights of the the thing. She was she was nice. Um, she, she didn't run me over, so that was good. Always a plus. That's. I mean, if you can walk away and say, "Hey, that person didn't drive over my kneecaps," you're you're. <laughs> and I should know because that almost happened to me in Japan, and almost. Uh, <laughs> Oh my day! Anyway, is that is that your bad holiday experience? <laughs> no, no, no. Mine is mine is worse, but oh no, <laughs> uh, it's worse than that. It sounds to me. So, wait, so you're saying that you you've never had one? No, no. I I I have. Um... Oh boy! I was about to say like, wow, this is someone unique. They're just or is it that you're just positive? Okay, let's hear it. Um, so it was in. Sri Lanka I obviously I loved my time in Sri Lanka I was there for three months um, and I'm going to mention it um, a bit later as well it's somewhere I want to really go back to um, but sometimes as like Malik briefly stated there can be a problem with like staying at people's houses <laughs> this, but this one was completely my fault um, so this lovely sister offered for us to stay at her house for a couple of nights so that we could go to the convention which was lovely um but i accidentally i thought that her shower was like an adjustable shower so like mm. it, could, the, it hardly had any power so i was like trying to move the shower <laughs> down <laughs> so that yeah i could get more water um but the shower ended up just completely coming out of the wall what yeah uh so the shower came out the wall uh like the shower head um and we were like in a rush to get out we were going to like (laughs) we were gonna clean the convention hall so i didn't get a chance to tell her we literally like because we were in such a rush i forgot so later that day, um, me and my friend Olivia were sat in McDonald's enjoying a nice McChicken sandwich. And I got a phone call from the sister um, who wasn't very happy that I broke her shower. Um, but yeah, so the rest of the day was quite stressful because she was she said that she wanted to speak to me when we got home. But yeah, it was all fine in the end. She spoke to me. She told me off. I agreed that. I'm very clumsy and silly. Um, and all is fine now. But yeah, that was a very stressful day. <laughs> it's like she won't be listening to this episode. 
You just wanted a little bit higher water pressure. You forgot yeah. you applied too much Herculean strength or Samson level strength. Yeah, that's it's, it. I can I can say I'm too strong rather than too comfy. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You ended up doing some uh, you know, light plumbing work, shall we say. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you tried to replace the shower head. I mean, I've done it. I've worked on a couple of jobs we take the shower head off. But uh, we never ripped the wall out, but okay, that's it. That's, it. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. Wow, that's amazing. And I, I think that so so far, it's really cool to hear so many experiences that have been completely different, but yeah. they're still just like, it wasn't great. Um, ay, ay, ay. I guess it's me now, isn't it? Um, my worst experience happened in funnily enough one of my favorite places <laughs> one of the one of the places i had the best experience is also where i had one i had the worst um so i went to jamaica in 2016 but before then uh we went all went together as a family um in 2008 uh and 2008 was the worst ex- holiday experience for me because it actually no it wasn't 2008 sorry it was 2004 we went again <clears throat> in 2008. Um, 2004 was the worst one because before we just before we went, I got measles, and I was just <clears throat> if you I mean you, you guys probably have all had measles. Mash, I was mash up like mashed potato from Nando's. I was creamy, <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> but it wasn't tasty. It was like when it's when it's cold, like or when it's like weirdly lukewarm. You don't it's not appetizing i was that kind of mashed potato i was like sick i was vomiting i was hallucinating at one point i'm sure I, it was hazy anyway there was a dilemma it was like should we take this boy on this plane with these measles <laughs> or should he just stay here and i was like i can't lie i was like mom please don't let me stay at home like oh, <laughs> i'll be sick in it and just cold and then they were like we're gonna risk it for a biscuit <laughs> we asked the doctors and he was like by the time you guys are ready to fly he should be well enough so i was still sick like it was a residual measles and i was like okay i'm getting better within a week of being in jamaica i got i got better but then the wildlife of jamaica turned on me like i don't know <laughs> because of the british diet we eat a lot of cadbury's i don't know but these mosquitoes was like this boy here <laughs> this man was yamming me. I look like Job, my guy. Like this man was yamming me from the crown of my head to the tip of my toe. This man was munching me every night, every day. And I'm using the incense thing to like make them go away. I'm using nets. Nothing worked. Like these man was. It was. It was all oh my days. It was disgusting. Like and it, oh man, <laughs> it was. Awesome. I couldn't eat. Because I was so drained. All I could do was drink. And I'm like, <laughs> curry goat was there. I wanted to cry. It was the worst experience of my life. Being in a place where all my favorite food come from. So these are like the best versions of those food. Everyone was getting patty and cocoa bread and jerk pork. And I couldn't eat it. Even right now, I'm getting sad. I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is this is not good. I had to. That's when I discovered TCP. 
I started bathing in TCP and the mosquitoes were like, oh, we're not really interested in him no more. But by the time that they were interested in me, we were going home. So I was like, (laughs) (laughs) that was the worst holiday experience. Becoming Job while I went to Jamaica for a little bit. I didn't have clay pot shards to to cut myself. But anyway, I'm not going to go into detail about what the the bites. It was very much like what happened to Job. That's all I'm going to say. That was my worst holiday experience, bar none. Uh, that was that was absolutely horrid. Let's move on from horrid, disgusting, horrible things to dreamy things and nice things. So our next question is, where is your dream holiday location and what would you like to do there? Uh, we'll start this time we're doing the chivalrous thing by asking F the first. What is your dream holiday location and where would you, what would you like to do there? Um, so my dream one place is places, um, but like I really want to go to Thailand one day. Um, I've heard like Vietnam is beautiful, and I'd love to go to um Bali. And like they have those, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but like those swings in Bali that like go off. A cliff. It sounds more dangerous than it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I literally oh, dream like, about wait, that. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> the swing is over a cliff. Is this cliff tall? Yes. Location, <laughs> but okay. Oh, continue. But it's so beautiful. Just wow. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have like a dreams that i'm in a long flowing dress and like swinging in bali on the swing wow i can't wait (laughs) (laughs) i love that to be honest that is amazing (laughs) because me i ain't doing that bro i'm telling you that now isn't it (laughs) knowing me i'd trip over my laces and fall over the cliff before i get onto the swing (laughs) (laughs) but that's really cool and i like that you said you drew of of using the wind dynamics there to really take advantage of it. You have to wear clothes that flow because then yeah. it adds to the effect. That's really amazing. Anywhere <laughs> else? Bali? Yeah, Thailand, Bali. Vietnam. Vietnam, wow. So, mm. okay, that's really cool. And I think a lot of those, most of those countries have unique dishes that you could always try as well. So, because everybody knows part of holidaying is, you know, discovering the food. I mean, food's a large part of different cultures, isn't it? So being able to experience that, I'm sure, would be really nice too. To actually have real Thai green curry, not just the making up ones you buy in shops. That would be really cool. Amazing. Nice stuff. Excellent, Esther. Excellent. All right, then. So <laughs> ask Tim. What about you, my friend? What would your dream holiday location or locations, as Esther said, be? And what would you like to do there? Well, this might surprise you, but I don't dream of being in a long flowy dress. I'm in the swings <laughs> over the... Why not? The cliffs in Bali. Well, <laughs> it's, it's just not my cup of tea. Um, to be honest, I don't necessarily have a place, but I would like to try... I think great people can add to a holiday. Mm. Um, so somewhere sunny and a place to see nature. So that was part of the things that I did like about Malta. We were planning to go to Sicily, so that would have been nice as well. Um, I do want to go to Brazil, but I'm trying not to get kidnapped because we don't have much money, so I wouldn't (laughs) really last that long. Um, So maybe not there. Um, 
somewhere in Asia, I wanted to go to Sri Lanka. Um, I heard Thailand is nice and uh, Vietnam and stuff like that. I'll probably want to go with someone who knows the area and then a good group of people. Um, but yeah, I think sun would be nice and places to see nature as well. Nice. I think, I think that's really nice. You're, you're not asking for much. Just specific things, like a checklist, really. Places that you mm. can guarantee you're going to be able to see the world more like it should be or as it was before, you know, obviously industrialism was a thing um or should i say places that are a little bit more untouched so they're more natural that's really nice and there's i don't think there's anything wrong with that and i think you made a really good point as well that the group of people you go with sometimes or often i should say is what makes the experience better because you can go to somewhere that's amazing but everyone you're with is annoying and that makes even though you're in a great place, it makes you not enjoy where you are. Because you're like, mm. oh, these people are so nice. I can't wait to leave. And just, oh, which isn't good. You don't want that. Um, <laughs> definitely avoid that. All right, then. Tim's not looking for much, just perfection. All right, then. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Malik, what about you? Where's your dream holiday location or locations? And what would you like to do that? Um... I'm not too sure really but I think I'm gonna just have to like the places I want to go are probably the places that I wanted to go in 2020 and then COVID like coughed all over my plans <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's just like um I wanted to go Barcelona again and actually go there properly because I actually was there for like two two days basically I didn't get to explore that much um so Barcelona a whole bunch of other cities um in Spain uh, Paris, plan to go to as well. Sri Lanka as well. Um, Sicily as well. And then I think if I'm going to Sicily, I might as well just go like Milan, Rome. Um, yeah. To be honest, let me just put it simply: just any pretty European city. That's 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 where I'm gonna go. Really. That's fair. Um, <laughs> yeah. Nothing, nothing too specific. But I think yeah, so <laughs> mainly, mainly Spain and the rest of Europe. That's 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 it. Mm, so Brixton then, basically <laughs> everywhere. Um, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> no, um, that's really cool, man. I think it's funny. Um, well, technically we're not really. Well, it's not even technically we're not part of Europe anymore, according to these people. But it's funny how <laughs> we've lived in this part of the world for so long, but we don't really know it that well. We don't really travel it that often or that much. Um, as young people anyway which is you know it's good to want to try I think like you mentioned that you know going to different even in one country Italy you can go to Milan Rome all of these different places and experience completely different things which is really nice uh, I know for myself as well like going to Madrid I was like bro this place is amazing like, and now I've gone here I want to try Barcelona and other parts as well so even in just one country you can experience loads of different things and like the rural parts of France are completely different to what Paris is like, which is, yeah, it's it's nice to be able to know exactly where you want to go and what you want to do there, which is nice. And yeah, we were supposed to go to Sicily. Maybe that maybe that will happen. Um, what I've noticed with this question is it's not so much dreamy per se. It's more like this is the wish list. Well, these are places that I intended to go anyway, but obviously because of Rona times, we couldn't go. Um, for me... Uh, I don't know if this is the correct answer, 
But dream holiday, technically I already went there. I always wanted to go to Japan and I want to go again. Because um, <laughs> uh, honestly, a, like 90% of the stuff that I prepared or like I wrote like an itinerary with no um, intent. So like most of the stuff on the itinerary we didn't do. So I want to go back and experience so I was like going to the onsen, going to um, Kyoto, uh, maybe visiting Mount Fuji, um, that kind of stuff would be cool. At least getting closer to it than just seeing it in, in a bullet train, um, that kind of stuff. <clears throat> I wanted to go to South Korea as well, not because there's anything <clears throat> like location wise. I just want to eat the food. <laughs> I, want, I want to do the lack of South Korea or of like Asia. Um, yeah, so like maybe going to places like um, the Philippines or Thailand as well, because I know the food. Well, I know from people I know that food is like a big thing in those two countries and it's like, it's no joke. So I wanted to try that. Um, yeah. Although actually, now that I think about it, I wanted to kind of also add in something that Tim mentioned. I'd like to go, I don't know where, but somewhere in Africa to experience the wildlife. Obviously, I don't want to just have a lion jump on me, but to be able to <laughs> see a lion, <laughs> but to be able to like see a lion in the flesh, or like see a giraffe walk past me, I'll be like, oh my, like wow, you know, something to really get you more in in touch with nature. I think would be really nice. Obviously, as Tim also mentioned, I'm not just gonna go around like an idiot and just walk around. Um, that's a quick way to get yourself done in. Uh, I want to go keep it as safe as I can, which is 100% safe. Uh, <laughs> definitely got to do that. So, guys, we've reached that point now. The final question. So far, it's been full of amazeball stuff. Crazy experiences with snoring and rain and swings that are leading off only to cliff edges. Experiencing what it was like to be Job. But now, <laughs> we reach our final question, which is, if you could move permanently to one location in the world anywhere in the world where would you like to go and why so um i'd want to i was thinking about this that well the pandemic has taught me that i don't want to be someone with that's boring um that's not boring but very slow and there's not much things to do um so I was thinking somewhere in Europe, so maybe Spain or Italy, but maybe America as well. But to <laughs> go with my safety concern, I'm not trying to get shot up. So that's that's the that's the my real concern about America. Also, as well, it seems that everyone has to do like in terms of just things like wages, they they have to work two jobs to basically earn what we earn here. Um, so. With, with my back and everything that wouldn't be ideal but maybe somewhere like Spain or Italy because it does look nice and it looks like there are things to do there you wouldn't just be there twiddling your thumbs um, yeah I think yeah ideally somewhere sunny Spain looks quite interesting nice food and the people seem quite nice good I, I would suggest if you are going to move to uh, Spain I would suggest Madrid because I've been there, I can verify that it's Chef's Kiss. Um, that I'm not going to go into it, but it's just nice there. 
<laughs> and you get like you said, the sun, the warmth, and you do get um, a lot of kind people there as well. So yeah, I, yeah. I would suggest that personally. So Malik, what about you? Where would you move forever? By the way, where would you go and why? Um, I got I got two. So this guy, you know, <laughs> this what, guy. So so the first one, as, as much as I was like cussing, I wasn't cussing the place. It was just that one slight bad experience. But the rest of the trip was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and I've, I've, I've spoken to Tim about this before. We actually talked about this like eight years ago. Like I just like it in Southampton because as I've gone to Southampton or Bournemouth and it's those those towns or cities by the sea just like your what your day is like is completely different like when Esther or other people from Bournemouth talk about oh yeah I should like go to a meeting and like no go down to the beach I'm like oh, that's, that's, <laughs> like have a barbecue on the beach like that sounds amazing <laughs> and that's like it's just so like casual for them and just having that diversity in your life just adds another another level of flavour which is amazing and oh. I think similar what Tim said about can't live in a place where it's too slow and obviously growing up and born and raised in London it was like a, the capital city is quite fast paced so I don't think I could ever live like, you know, never say never but I don't think I could ever live like outside of the city pretty much mm-hmm. yeah so if I was to live like Southampton where it's so much cheaper than London and it's like you can get cheap accommodation not far from the beach and not far from like the town centre and city life and all of that that would be nice however England doesn't have the best weather so similar to Tim <laughs> I would love to live in like Spain um, I, like I would like to live in like Barcelona it's so nice over there and you do have that beach as well um, but who knows maybe if I try out a few more cities then that would change but for me it would either be Barcelona or Southampton Nice. I, I like that. <clears throat> so far, you guys have done the exact opposite of what question three was. You're not being so dreamy about things. It's very like, no, oh, this is like a realistic place I could actually go and live. Like in England, not like, oh, I'm going to go and live in Greenland or like the Arctic or something. <laughs> chill, like on the top of the earth for a hot minute and just dance with penguins every night. And I mean, that sounds pretty cool, I'm not going to lie, but. At least you guys, you're being realistic about it, which is cool. Clearly, also means that you've given this stuff actual thought. You're not just making this stuff up or just being like, I'd like to live in Goa. And it's like, what's in Goa? I don't know. It's just, uh, <laughs> I don't like the name of the place. Anyways, <laughs> you don't want to make that kind of decision. It's not going to go well for you, I don't think. Um, and once again, we've come to that point where we had to wait for the best thing for the answer from Esther. What about you? Mine's, <laughs> Where would you like to move? mine's much more dreamy. <laughs> we're, we're all good. That hey, dreams are great. Too. I love that. <laughs> um, I have three. Ooh. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> Does that mean I have to come up with four? <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. So my like dream has always been like it doesn't really matter where i am but i'd love to ju- i'd like cl- happily sell my house and live in a camper van 
and just like drive around and just sleep in a different, just a random place on the side of the road. And like that be my home. Like a nomad? Yes, that is the dream. (laughs) An air nomad. (laughs) But she doesn't have a flying bison. Anyway, sorry. Avatar reference there. Uh, Continue. Anywho, so that's the first one. Um, but another one, which it sounds out there, but we actually have plans after um, lockdown to live here at least for like six months. Um, I really want to go to Brazil. Um, I've never been before, but it looks really, really beautiful and we already have friends there. Um, So yeah, I'd really love to explore there and see if it's somewhere that I'd like to live. Um, And then my third one is somewhere that I've been before, Sri Lanka. Um, It was really nice, well, nice in a way, because when I was leaving, I'd been there three months, but when I was leaving, it felt like I was like leaving my home to go somewhere else. So it already felt like home after three months. Um, So yeah, I'd love to go there again as well. That's amazing. I I think... I think, funnily enough, I, I don't give it that much thought, but for me, I, I get the appeal of wanting to go to like South America or to like Brazil, because when you see it, it's this weird kind of amalgamation of pure nature, and it's got like a hustling, bustling kind yeah. of city life as well. So it's like, let me just walk through this city up into a mountain to see the luscious green beautiful blue skies above me wonderful crystal blue in front of me great beaches amazeballs it's got both which is really nice and i think it's really cool that you're still trying to pursue that rather than just being oh rowan has turned up can't do anything which is what's happened unfortunately to a lot of people they've kind of just thrown their plans for travel completely out of the window rather than just being like oh let me just see how i can still make it happen in the future which is really amazing i've noticed mm-hmm. though I have to have to I have to do a quick tap 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 for you guys, Uh-oh. because I did specifically say you can move to one location, and you guys were like, "Let me just pick five in that." But that's okay, like well, you know. Well, I well, I live my different here. <laughs> well, blame blame Tim. Tim started it. Tim said two. I'm only the host. I'm only the the dictator, the tyrannical leader of this particular podcast episode. And everyone's like, we're throwing all, we're overthrowing the the dictator now. I'm just doing what, what we want. And I'm like, oh no, I'm gonna have to like hide in my palace for a second because everyone's trying to come for me and that like it's going a bit crazy. But that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, that all all your answers so far, guys, have been really amazing. Um, thank you. For me, uh, where would I want to move? My one is like super duper like. If you could ever dreamy type thing, if is I it Brixton? I... So, sorry, is it Brixton? Pardon? <laughs> is it Brixton? Sorry, I'm joking. Dead dumb, dead dumb. Nah, mate, nah. Brixton is not. <laughs> it's not the one. That KFC is still close, man. Nah, nah, nah. I did that. <laughs> That's dry, man. That's dried in Sahara Desert, fam. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> If I, if I have one location, I'd want to live on my own island. Um, have an island of my own. Um, 
that's got the beach it's got the you know the views on it and if obviously it's my island i can put whatever i want on it so i'm gonna have my nice house on it and obviously have all the amenities that come with that but yeah i'd love to have like an island of my own that's kind of just untouched by a lot of madness around the other around the world and stuff I'd, i'd love to kind of have that experience where it's like oh this is my own little piece of paradise that's just my own um yeah like a caribbean vibe too like a if I did have people and other neighbours, I'd like it to kind of have that Caribbean vibe to it. Like, you know, people are just friendly. You can just talk to people on your road. Like, maybe maybe a, a little bit of a Cuban vibe too. So, like, you just got music coming out from nowhere. Like, people just playing music on a roadside, that kind of thing. Got my own island of it. Like, it's just my thing. Uh, yeah, I didn't say it had to be completely realistic. You guys chose to be realistic. I'm not going <laughs> to. Um, I want my own island and I want it now. <laughs> uh, I guess Jun- Junior picked his island over Brixton. What a shame, bro! Hey, it's a real how quick. could you, bro? Brixton not the one in it. Like he's not the one. <laughs> he, 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 nah, bro. Nah, that that Curry's is still there. They got the Halfords. That KFC is not open anytime soon. Nah, mate. Brixton is he's, he's not the one, fam. He's not the one. <laughs> he, nah, bro. Nah. I would never choose Brixton over over my own island. Uh, never, mm. for that. Secretly, <laughs> I love Brixton. No, I don't. I, mean, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. I really don't love it. Anyway, <laughs> thank you guys. Uh, this episode's been amazing. Um, thank you so much for everybody being able to join. Thank you for listening. Uh, we're so grateful to have like you know wonderful audience members, and uh, just you know, it's just a great thing to be able to continue doing this podcast. We enjoy recording it. We hope that you enjoy listening to it. Um, we're going to sign off uh, so we'll do our tally hairs and we'll start with Malik hello Tim on your right on, on your left on your right very nice oh, I like it I like it um, and of course our wonderful friend from over yonder which is also known as Bournemouth, uh, <laughs> originally anyway. Uh, Esther. Thanks for having me. Bye. It's been amazing. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And remember, uh, we have episodes that come out each weekend. And remember, if you are in any situations where you feel like you're struggling, like you feel like you're down, don't be afraid to reach out. You have friends and you have family that care about you and want you to do well. And it's important that you make sure that you have your voice heard and you're not alone. So make sure that you do that. And you are an amazing individual, whoever you may be, who's listening to this podcast today. And that is it for this week. See you later.